local and worldwide. We are AOC, Absence of Color, and you're tuned into the Decisive Podcast. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back. This is the Decisive Podcast Series. Your host, Roberto Ingram. It is December 29th. I am so excited to have you with us today because today is a special one. As we slowly count down 2023 and move closer towards 2024, I hope that your holidays have been fantastic. Today is a special interview with the band AOC, Look With Your Heart and Not With Your Eyes, The Absence of Color. The group consists of Eddie Allen Jr. on bass, Mike on drums, vocalist Danger and Preach Jackson along with T. Murphy on guitar, Mr. Fun Fun, and last but not least, Nate the Almighty Johnson on keyboards. These guys I've known for quite a while. They come to and from Munich and around the world. He, they will be performing this week at Bayerische Hof. Specialize in pop, funk, hip-hop, R&B, reggae, gospel, you name it. They're a really all-around high-quality, high-energy group of musicians that really, really love to entertain. So today, with this interview, we will learn more about them, where they're from, how they tick. <laughs> Prepare yourself for uh, a very exciting journey through what they do and what they talk about and how fu- how much fun we have in this interview, okay? So, with that said, I would like you to know how important it is that you support the podcast. Um, I do my best to bring a quality podcast to you each and every um, episode and I would like to hear what you have to say. If you enjoy and you would like to share the podcast, please go to podomatic.com and there you will find decisive podcast series also at on any platform that you may find your podcast. Very important to me and it'll be great to hear from you. With that said, let's listen in <laughs> to AOC and their interview and all you musicians that really want to know and have some good insight, good tips on how they keep themselves afloat and keep themselves relevant and keep themselves motivated, then listen to it to the entire end. It's a funny one, so get ready for the decisive episode number 92 with AOC, The Absence of Color. It's uh, been a it's been a while for us, right? Long time since uh, COVID, I guess, since the pandemic that uh, we, yeah, we had a chance to uh, to get back together, and it's so exciting to have you guys back in Munich, doing your thing. Um, your first night, how did it go? If I can ask Nate, we this. we did two nights, and it's been incredible. Yeah, we, you know, on, on a Tuesday night, what uh, the club told us, what hardly anybody's in there, and we. We had a really good night Tuesday and a really good night last night. I mean, dancing, drinking, having a good time. It was great. Did you did you get that same reaction before COVID? I mean, it's been a while since you guys been back, right? So we normally get a reaction like that, but this year is special. Yeah, because uh, you know, uh, I would just imagine that people have been waiting on us for you know four years. You know, twins have been here, but. Uh, yeah, as a unit, it's been four years uh, since we we performed. So a lot, a lot of people have been writing us and, and saying they're gonna, they're gonna come, they miss us. So it's it's real good energy, very positive. Mm-hmm. Going with that, um, the twins, uh, Danger and Preach. How was it for you guys? You, I guess you well, you guys been in and, in and out of a uh, Bidish for a last year anyway. So right, 
Yeah, I mean, for us, it's uh, it's normal, and um, uh, but LC has a name, and we're part of LC. So when we're here, the people come we're, out. We're, we're sold out, also. Okay. So they've been waiting, like like Nate said, they've been waiting for ALC, mm-hmm. and all our fans gonna come out anyway. So those same fans come with me and my brother here alone. So uh, this place, I come by here, and it's not crowded at all during the week. Sometimes on the weekend, yeah, with the with the other band, yeah, it's not crowded. But when ALC is here and the Twins are here, it'd be packed. It's packed. <laughs> so that means you guys have uh, built yourself a fan base here in Munich. That do, do you see some? Do you see a lot of familiar faces, or you see some new faces? Yeah, oh, I mean, we got. Yeah, I mean, you just have to remember names if you can. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's we see new faces, and they like, oh, your show, your show is so beautiful. You may see them when you're out shopping the next day, and they, they talk about that night and say they're gonna invite more people. And mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we see some old faces like, oh, I remember you. There's wow, wow, wow. You still look the same, but like, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but yeah, they be out there. They still come. AOC, the mantra, look with your heart and not with your eyes, the absence of color. Can you share the philosophy behind this statement and how it influences the band's approach to the music? Well, we we all kind of came together in the beginning, to be perfectly honest. But to make it simple, uh, we say, look with your heart, not with your eyes. The absence of color, you, the the uh, the context of all of that is that you know it doesn't matter what color you are, you know, your skin color, your race relation, none of that because it's much deeper than the outside. It's about what's on the inside because we all we all bleed red, you know. We all have the same body parts and this and that. We all made up of the same thing. So the exterior is not what's important. It's what you know. The interior is what's more important. So you know, look with your heart. Don't don't not necessarily with your eyes. You know, just you know, evade everything else because that's where it truly comes from, from the inside. You know, to make keep it simple. Twins, do you do you guys think that people really understand what that really means to you guys? Yeah, um, we've been to several countries. I can't name. We've been to so many countries. The people when they hear that name. They they even ask us what does this mean? We tell them the same story, the same story, and and it really open open their eyes, where well, it really open their hearts. You know, mm-hmm. they see our music as black guys on stage. We're singing to, um, where well, I was in a, a foreign country, so we're singing um, our music. And they they can get on board. They can really they can really understand where we're coming from. You know, they're not about just hip hop or R and B. So they really get an understanding of our what we're trying to. Uh, bring peace upon the world, so it's 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 a good mean, a good feeling, exactly. and it's good feeling when people know more about you. When you tell you more about your band, or more about what this what this meaning, and it was like, wow, it really fit you. This name really fit you, you know. Um, uh, do y'all got? Do you guys remember the story how we came up with this name? Nate, yeah, y'all. We had, uh, <laughs> yeah, we had put a bunch of names in a hat, and then as we as we drew the names out, everybody would vote on the name and. We went through about seven or eight names, and then when right. African Color came up, everybody unanimously, that's it. That's the one. That's the name right there. Right there. Mike, you're not originally with them, right? It was another drummer, and then you came in. You came on, right? I don't know. They were they were coming to Munich, and they just picked me up along the way. Mm-hmm. They were just, you play drums? I said, shoot. 
Oh, okay. Where are you going? All right. I've never been there. Let's go. And I ended up here. Really? That, that's how it happened. AOC incorporates, you know, a diverse range of genres. I mean, from pop, R&B, blues, gospel, reggae. <laughs> how, does a, how does these uh, varied influences um, contribute to the distinctive sound of AOC? How does this band negate the challenges of defying stereotypes in the music industry? People try to put you in a box, but you guys seem to be able to master all these different genres. That's some work. I look at us now, I really don't know how we do it. I, I swear to God, but it's a gift of being souls together. When we get on that stage and you put all the history of your musical love and your musical love and his musical love together, you mix all that together, you got something. I mean, right. it comes out that way. It comes, it comes out like, wow. Like, we can go through any song, we can be doing any song and flip that song two or three different ways and remix that song with another song and another song. That's because of the history that we all have within us, you know? Uh, bring it together like a melting pot. So it, it really works, you know? All types of songs. I can add to that uh, a, a big a, a big chunk of how we got so diverse was our first job was in Japan. It was a club called oh, yeah. Motown. And we worked almost a year in that, in that club. And we were playing all of the classic Temptations, Four Tops, mm -hmm. uh, 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 Smokey Robinson. Like, this just kept going on down. So we had a good foundation there. And then mm -hmm. we built on that through the New Jack Swing era, through the uh, 2000 hip hop era, you know. And uh, and that really made us a, a, even rock and even pop, you know, uh, during the boy band era, we went through all of that and took the best elements of that and added it to our arsenal of uh, tools that we can use to this day, you know, uh, live you know, and in the studio. So that was a big, uh, we, we called Motown, that Motown gear is like our university. It was a, a good, good, good uh, way to, to study the, the classic music that was the foundation of, of uh, what we have today right what is your what is your strength sound would that would you would that be something to do with the uh, r&b and pop mostly yeah r&b harmonies the, the harmonies are very important which uh you don't hear much of that today you know but uh the time we were coming up you know you had great great harmonic groups from the temptation state to boys to men to uh you know uh uh, that was very, very important. Plus, we have a lot of good lead singers in the group and and great musicians. So just putting all together, uh, it's, it's very infectious. Yeah, we, the crowd really responds. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great. And <laughs> gospel, okay. Gospel as gospel well. Gospel foundation, absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We all come from the church. Tell me something, how does this gospel transitions of the fundamental role come together to create the AOC sound? Uh, do, do the people really get it? Yeah, they don't know what <laughs> They get it, but they're trying to figure out what is it. By the time they try to figure it out, they already been captured. Mm -hmm. The roots is gospel. Mostly, most singers today, most black singers today, all of them are from, they always saw them from church. Johnny Gill, all of them. And um, and you take that on top of your pop stuff, you mix it in, keep your soul in this and go with it. Even, you know, on the pop songs, even on, you know, it's just something, it's a root. It's just something you you, you come from. This grounds you, grounds you for where you know where you are when you're performing this stuff. Some people out there these days, 
don't have that spirit. They get out there doing stuff. They don't know what they're doing. And they don't know how to capture something when something go wrong. That gospel rule uh, make you go through the technical problems, make you go through tiredness. You'll find strength. And that's where it is. I, that's think, I think also that uh, it's, a, it's a universal thing. Like it said, uh, like it said uh, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Mm -hmm. you know, all ye land. And so when we play together, we have this feeling that it's just a joyful noise. That, that's, I think every human being can understand joy. Yeah. It, it comes in so many different different ways. And we we you know we we, we present our joy through our music. So yeah. it, you know, you can call it gospel, you can call it whatever you want to, but I'm a firm believer. Where it says make a joyful noise, and that's exactly what we do, and that's that's why I think it's so universal, and everybody gets it, you know. And it, that's, that's it's so unpredictable. And that's what people don't understand. It ain't never the same. Exactly. That's magic, then, right? I mean, yeah. When you come to Bite Your Hoof, do you switch up your songs? You never playing the same music, or you? Are you adding your? We the first as an example, the first show last night was none like we did the night before. <laughs> we set all out. Um, yeah, but last night I gave an example. It happened like this: we was gonna come out and, and just smooth our way through the crowd. Mm. So our music director Nate went out there. He looked at the people. He said, "They look like they're waiting for something. Let's change it up." Yeah. We changed it up immediately. Came out totally different and took it. We started at a high level. Came out different. You have to be yeah. able to read the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. DJ. So you understand. I mean, uh, crowd. Uh, uh, the vibrations are important when you're looking at the people and they're, they're sitting down. If they're kind of laid back, you know, drinking and, and just want to chill, then we, you know, we do a little jazzy thing, a little, you know, laid back thing. But they like the preacher was saying, the hands see they're ready. All right, let's switch it up. You know. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, it works every time. It's it's, it's uh, you know it's our job to get the people what they want. So yeah, uh, a lot of bands can't do that. Yeah, they they uh, they're, they're stuck to a playlist, and we have kind of a, a roadmap, but we'll switch it up based on the the vibrations. Yeah. Right. When that when that change occurs, do you look at each other and go? Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Like, but we, wow. but, but we, we really don't have to. Because if some, if one guy plays no. something, if Nate decides to go somewhere or one no. of the twins say, "Hey man, let's do this," it it just it just happens. And you know, I mean, of course we got a playlist, you know, we got a roadmap, but at any time we can take that off ramp and just and just go with what we're feeling, uh, what we what we're getting back from the audience. Because sometimes you can step out there, house might be packed, but if everybody's laid back. Then we can go there eventually, you know, uh, you know, you know, uh, uh, raise them all up. But it's all in you. You you can catch the vibe the minute you hit the stage, and we can also demand what we want to do. Sometimes yeah. we demand what we're going to put on the people. And, they and may I, and may I add this to it? You don't see that. Come look at a band playing in a place for more than five nights. They do the same set right behind. And this is not what the people want. They want you to versatize it, change it up, do something, and flip something. They, they, want, they don't want to say, oh, I know what's coming next. You don't want them to say that. They, you want to surprise them. Give them that energy. And, and some bands just do that same song 
right behind each other for five nights in a row. People get bored with this. People people want to be entertained, and I think that's a big advantage AOC has. Mm-hmm. We change it up. Your energetic live performance is just absolutely electrifying. I mean, every time I go. You guys got dance routines. <laughs> you have the, you, you know, <laughs> you, and I don't, you coming up with these routines as you come to the location or what? Okay, it, it works like this. We've been together 30 years, right? Some steps ain't gone nowhere. You gotta remember them. If you can't remember the same steps for 30 years, keep the same ones and add to them. <laughs> yeah. Um, on the fly. Because think about this: when we're when we're coming up, most of the songs that come out, some of the songs they have their own dances to them, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Are y'all up yeah. to date on y'all up to date on the stank leg and all this other stuff? That you yeah, yeah but I ain't really do no stank leg. <laughs> <laughs> we older now. <laughs> But some, some of those moves hurt. Yeah, some of them hurt like a football game. Exactly, exactly. Do you try to get people to da- uh, dance along with you guys as well? They yeah. don't. Before yeah. they like back to like I said yeah. last night we started the first song. They were yeah. already crowded yeah. to dance. Already dance. Already. So that takes a, a little bit less workload off of you a little bit. But we do have the steps. And and like somebody told me yesterday, y'all getting older, but I tell you what, y'all still stepping. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the the first part of the tour, you might miss you might miss one or two steps. Then you like, okay, I when they come back around, I got it. Like that, you know, you, you okay, I'm back, I got it. I you got know, it. and then, and it just I guess it just gets better and better each day, right? Yeah, yeah. We are we are in our third night tonight. We are in our third night, but on that seventh night, on the seventh night, fire, mm-hmm. we are a totally different band. Mm-hmm. Believe me. It's like whoo, a whole different level. We and that's when we and that's when we look at each other on stage. Whoa. So right now we're doing a show, but it's rehearsal. Just rehearsal. That's all it is. But what come that seventh day, Lord have mercy. The drama, I look at it, I ain't got, I look at you, he's looking at my shoulders, giving us some, yeah. I'm like, whoo, Spike Mike, Spike Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, would you, Nate, would you be considered the music director? I mean, when it comes to a lot of the decisions of the songs that'll be performed, uh, let's talk about By The Shoe. How do you prepare for the guys? Uh, like a quarterback, you know, I, I'll, I'll have my audibles in, in place and, you know, like we read the defense, you know, you call the defense, reading the crowd, you know, and then, uh, sometimes we use signals. Sometimes I'll throw a signal at Stefan or the twins, will, you know, uh, they'll, they'll come back and whisper, hey, let's, let's do this because we're feeling this, you know, so it's very flexible. All I'm doing is just kind of guiding uh uh, and, and making sure the transitions are smooth. Transitions yeah. are very important. Like when you go see a band, uh, the difference between a pro- professional band and just an amateur band is those little things, little transitions, little breaks, keys, you know, uh, uh, d- dynamics, you know, things like that. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, 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 when we when we rehearse, we, we concentrate on the little things like that, and it really makes a big difference when we do a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd say like a quarterback, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how does 25 years of continuous touring enhance the band, the band's uh, live performance skills? Up there, baby, because I never knew a band that in our history we had five years 
break one time, a four-year break. We came together on a show with no rehearsal, no rehearsal. Did the concert like we've been practicing every day. But that surprised me. You, it's like um, we're the level now, guys. We walk on the stage and we demand attention. It's showtime. You're professional. We can be standing there in your presence, demand attention. That's the professional level we're on. You know, it's like we're a professional. So we walk on that stage. It's really serious. Like, wow. So I, we try to, I try to see out. I try to jump outside my body and see up, but I can't. But I feel it. I feel what the people feel. It's like the band demand attention. Like, we're on that level, man. Like, wow. I went, I paid to go see this. And, and the thing about it is, we can do it with anybody. All of us have played with many different people. But this unit here has a special aura about itself. When they step on stage, I ain't got to worry about nobody. Everybody got their part. They know their role. Like we on some films that everybody know their role. And they come together to make that magic. Yeah, man. It's like, you can't buy this. You can't. It's, it's a gift. It's a gift we have together. Everybody got a special gift. And we, when we come together, it just enhances that, that, that energy, man. That synergy, they call it. Let's talk about your 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 musicians, uh, Stefan. You've been playing the guitar for how long? I started when I was about twelve years old, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, somewhere around in there. And um, but I played piano at first at a very young mm -hmm. age. Mm -hmm. I played piano, and that laid the groundwork for me knowing what uh, you know music and chords. And then all through uh, high school and college, I you know I majored in music. And that's when I really learned how music really works as opposed to just, you know, listening to my ear. Mm -hmm. And uh, once I learned how to read and write, then that just opened up a whole nother door for me. And uh, and after that, there was no turning back. And once I picked up the guitar, I like, OK, I found my main instrument now. And, I, and then from that point, I just began to write everything from my guitar. It just opened up a whole nother world for me. How did you know what AOC needed? Well, guitar wise, just from the name alone, and when we got together, uh, uh, because before I met the twins, I, I think I met Nate first through other musicians, and and um, and then uh, our bass player at the time, Rudy, he took. Uh, we were doing sound. I also do sound. I was doing the sound for the twins just before when I first met him. And it just so happened, I'm a twin too, but I have a twin sister. But I was doing the sound for them, and I saw these two guys, they look just alike. But before I saw them, uh, you know, together, they were separate. And one of them came to me and, like, man, yeah, man, you're going to be doing the sound for us and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, cool, nice to meet you. And he walked off. Then the other one came by dressed totally different, but looked just alike. And I'm going to say, man, yeah, what's, so what's going on, man? I'm like, Something wrong, homeboy. You know, I just spoke to him. Now he done changed the clothes and asking me, so what's going on, man? I'm like, I wanted to say, we just met. You know, I'm telling you, this is a true story. And then it wasn't until the end of the night, well, when they first, when they went on stage and this, uh, the, uh, the bass player that played with us who was doing the, uh, who provided the sound system and everything, I said, man, why didn't you tell me they were twins? Because I thought this guy, one just one guy had a problem because he kept changing clothes and kept coming up to me like that was the first time he met. It was unbelievable, man. But since then, since that day when I first met him, 
I just knew something was going to happen. And and then maybe about uh, a year later after that first encounter, some kind of way the, the planets all lined up and the universe said, look, you're going to be working with these guys. And from that point, we never looked back, man, honestly. When I first saw him, I, I did not know it was two of them. I just knew one guy kept going back and forth changing clothes. <laughs> you know, because they weren't, they weren't dressed the, the same that Unbelievable. Um, and nobody told me. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, we did the same thing to Philip Bailey, Earth, Wind, and Fire. We did the same thing to Philip Bailey in Japan. And he was the same thing. Was, like, it, was Japan or Indonesia? It was Japan. 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 He said, Omar, well, Chuck the book, he got Chuck a book with him. He said, Hey man, that brother right there, see now. He, he just shook my hand. He just shook my hand. He came back and shook my hand again and said, Hey. And then we saw both of us together. He's like, Okay, yeah, okay, y'all got me. Y'all got me. Yeah. I, I love rhythm section a lot. So, Mike, um, you you play a lot of different stuff. And how, or should I ask this to the guys, how did Mike fit into you guys? I mean, what does he bring to the table for you guys when it comes to the rhythm? I mean, there's a lot of bad, you have to be a badass drummer, right? Everything, everything, everything is uh, very musical. Uh, drummers, a lot of drummers are not musical and they're just kind of in their Bam own shop or in their yeah. own, uh, you know, I'm going to show you everything I know and all that stuff. But Mike, uh, the way he plays, he serves the songs first and the job. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, we've hired a lot of drummers over the years, but I, I would say he's the best uh, yeah. overall because the way he uh, serves the song as the rhythm section, you know, it, it's uh, it's very, very good. It's uh, yes. From, okay, the nickname Spike, the same person gave me something else, which was when I was younger, I tried to do a chop where I wasn't supposed to and in the pocket hey, like, serve that first <laughs> <Like> yeah <laughs> nothing extra uncle and dad they're both musicians they had a band together so they knew about pocket and you serve the song first like it's yeah. not about you on stage like you gotta have musicians that think about the band first if you think exactly. about yourself first in a band like you're gonna go down in flames or you're gonna just hit a ceiling and you're not gonna go past it. Like yeah. bands, you gotta think about first what's what can I play that makes the band sound better. If you're yeah. not thinking about that first, you should not be in the band. So I love to be in a band. That's I don't in spotlight, I just like to be part of the band and be like, Yeah, this feels good together and it feels yeah. good. That's that's the way music should be. So, I mean, playing with the guys is just. I'm just. I'm a spectator on the stage. So, <laughs> that's, you know, I'm a spectator that gets. I get it that way too. Like, playing with these, uh, and I'm looking at them like this. Uh, Stephon, you cut now. Step, yeah, Stephon, breaking. You back. You back. You back. You back. Uh, and, and like Nate said, we play with many drummers. But another thing about it is he's a drummer with no drama. You know what I mean? I'm saying my part. This is important. You on tour? It's a big world out here. It's a lot of trouble out here. He's he's done it. He's proven himself. He comes with no drama. This is really important when you're touring. And another thing, 
he do not overplay. You didn't know them drummers overplaying solo on everywhere, blah, blah, blah. So, for instance, we brought a drummer that usually, hold on, we brought, we brought a drummer that usually played with us here in Europe to see Michael. Important. Oh, yeah, last night. Yeah. Very important. Because I want him to sit down and look how a drummer do these grooves. Because he's been playing, but he gets something about he don't, he don't really, I don't know. I said, my drummer coming, I want you to sit Come there and sit and look, and look at Michael. He came, too. His name is David. They he came, to, he, came he learned, he said, wow, Ooh. wow, I got a lot of practice to do. <laughs> he talked about, he said, woo, I got a lot of practice to do. I was like, then that's a, you know, it's a whole different level. Michael's on a, he's on a whole different level, man. Mike, as a drummer, who's your biggest influence? As drummers, right? Mm-hmm. Name it first. Mm-hmm. So, there's Dennis Chambers. There's yeah. okay. David yeah, all There's Steve Gad. Yeah, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I like drummers that serve the music first. Like they're not flashy. Mm-hmm. Stick first, like rest in peace, Aaron Spears. Like that dude, yeah. the music first. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like I've seen him do shows where there's like no chops. It's just hard pocket. Oh, yeah. It's just when your neck hurts after a track. It's like yes, <laughs> that's what's, I'm, I'm serious. That's that's what you want, right on. Because they'll they'll move and the people come back again and again. Sitting there quietly. Let me move on to Eddie. Eddie, how you doing over there? You you, you with us? Oh yeah, I'm with y'all. I'm listening to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. I got everybody. My, my experiences of hearing you on bass has been a wonderful experience. I I don't know if I'm correct, guys, but you can correct me if I'm not. He seems to have this funk and this soul and this laid back kind of just. He got all that shit. His bass sound has this texture, and it's not overpowering, but it is there. But I don't know how to describe. It, but it's just beautiful how he moves around in the bass. So I have to ask you this: um, Who are some of your major influences as a bass player? I used to like um, Anthony Jackson. Okay, that's his name. Nate. Yeah, that's it. He played like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm that I used to watch him, but you know how you, you watch stuff, but sometimes you don't. You, you, you know, I I see it, but I like, but I ever be able to do it. Mm-hmm. I like to watch this, and and I kind of, I just, I think I'm one of the base players that always want to learn and fit in. I never been uh one that think they up there. Yeah, I just yeah. always wanna, I just like to be a self So far, you know, that's why I love AOC. It just, I, I just feel at home when I'm playing Thank with you, Thank you, thank you, Eddie. <laughs> well, I, I also never forget. I think what was when was it, guys? It was just before when Eddie had something something happened to his bass and he had to replace. And you guys had to go to the music shop to pick something up. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And he, I guess you done tweaked this bass, or whatever basses you have, you done tweaked them so to get the sound that you're you're hearing in, uh, instinctively. Um, uh, that that do you do this to all your basses? I mean, what are you looking no, for? Really, I got a I had a bad history. Of, they call they used to call me bass destroyer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a bad history, in, you know, coming up in school with basses and. Believe me, stuff on the spirit. Well, I think when I first came out, I had Bob winning and bumping him. He helped me get the bass back to working. 
has you know just forget being a musician but as a person he's personally changed some parts of my life personally you know not that ain't got nothing to do with the music but his 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 character his personality you know that has touched me greatly playing ability I played with a lot of bass players some bad guys some real you know I mean big name guys cold-blooded all of that but I'm gonna tell you, I really enjoy playing with Eddie because of his simplicity. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. That's the magic Keeping right it, there. Yeah. You know, now you that, that doesn't mean that he can't do all this stuff because he can. But he's one of the most rock solid bass players I know because it ain't about trying to go. Da, 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 and, but when it's time to do that, he can do it. But that ain't that ain't his first prior, priority. His first priority is being right there with the drummer. And being right there, feeling that space of the bass, bass player. And to me, if you do that, then it doesn't matter how many leaks you know and you don't know and all that. You know, so mm-hmm. that's been my that's been my experience over time working. I guess I was, I guess what I was trying to understand between you three is that you know, it, it, there's these grooves that you guys have to find together, making sure, and the drummer has to make sure the bass is not muzzling over the bass tone of whatever and how that makes you three work better together and over the years how you found his that his simplicity um and you guys together as the rhythm section you know it's just gotten better and how that makes you better as a player i think the simplicity is it what what gives you permission to stretch if you got simplicity on the on the foundation, me as a guitar player, that gives me that gives me places to stretch. But more than stretching, it gives me that opportunity to be right there with them and be just as you know, you know, lock in lockstep. And to me, everybody got their own thing. You know, you know, I love Carlos Santana. I loved all these uh, guitar players. They can play all these licks, but if you ain't right there in the pocket. Like a Paul Jackson, who I, he's very, he played on all these records. And when I went in the studio, he did some uh, recording with uh, artists that I was working with. And I just sit there and watched him. And he did, he said, You, you just got to kiss it. Keep it simple. Yes, you know, kiss it. K I S, keep it simple. For As far as a guitar player playing in the pocket, playing with a band. And once I learned that, I understood that. You know, and it's not that I don't want to learn all these licks and be able to tap and all of that, but as long as I got it in the pocket and I got that stroke right, then I'm going to be good because now I'm serving like the uh, priest them said and Nate Nathan said, serve the music. You yeah. got 
That's what you gotta do. You gotta be unselfish and serve the music. So that's where I am. When you're playing with Eddie, with other than other bass players, do you find yourself shifting, changing your groove a little bit? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna play accordingly to what uh, what goes on. You know, when I when I go and play with other guys and this and that. But you know, uh, but what's constant for me is band that I'm working with now these guys of course you know we, we we live all over the world in different places so it's not like we play together every night but when we're out on tour I really enjoy this time because I already know how rock solid is going to be and by doing that and people like Eddie and Nate and Micah do, because everybody's just on the pocket and Mike does uh, Eddie also make you uh, not make you but have you to play a little bit different than all the groups that you play with well, this, the thing for me, I like to play simple first. Okay. So if the bass player can play simple first and get that groove in, then I'm fine. It's, for each bass player that I play with, like right now, I'm getting older, so I'm picky. I only play bass players I like. If I don't like you, I won't be playing with you. Okay, all you bass players, I'm, I'm serious. Like, <laughs> I, get older, I play with people that I enjoy playing with. So and I got to come back out here and play with Eddie. It's like, yeah, yeah, because Eddie, Eddie and me, we, I think we think alike for the music because okay, I'm okay. trying to think how can I make him sound better and how and he's gonna think what can I do to make him sound better and I, I love that. I'm serious, love it. Cool. Um, with that said, I, I can't pass up. I got two. I got. I can get to the twins, but what? Where's T. Murph? Where's T. Murphy at? Well, he's not here right now. Um, behind you, bro. <laughs> uh, got some um, issues that he got to deal with for his family at home. He's gonna fix that. So, but that that's a that's a that's a a key part of us too because he came in on the fly. He wasn't supposed to be in the band either. And um, when people mess up, they gotta understand in this industry, we know too many people. And you can easily be replaced. Even I can be replaced. So we had a guy messing up, and and, and Terrence T. Murphy was there. He came in, came in, and never stopped. That's how he got in the. That's how he. No, he he came to rehearsal, didn't Nate? And we, oh, we were waiting on somebody to show up. They didn't show up. Then T. Murphy. I don't know why I'm saying T. Murphy. You call him T. Murphy. We call him Tall. He, he was like, I'm making it. We all really. He's there at rehearsal, but not singing with us. <clears throat> Just standing there. They were like. He used to be in a group with Nate. What would group call Nate? Basic Black. Basic, Basic Black. Basic Black. Basic Black. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's how we get ready to go to Tokyo, and the other singer didn't show up. And Murphy was right there, tall, right there. I'm ready, ready to roll. I'm ready to roll. And that was history. They were LC right there, history. there, right there. Off the well. Tokyo was it Stephon? My yeah. name Tokyo. Yeah. History made. Blended. I'm harmony. The harmonies is like you know, hey, cause he 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 have church in his background too. So the harmony stuff, we we do all kind of crazy stuff. I ain't got to think about it. We're moving, we're moving registers. We ain't thinking. We ain't talking. We like just automatic. Like that's something else. That that's scary right there. Like when you doing it and ain't thinking and stuff happening. You like and yeah and but yeah and we're singing. And he's not there. We miss him, but we know what we got to do. 
we Dude, got lever. We got to move stuff around. Move stuff around, but we we're professionals and we can make it happen. How, right? how important is T Murphy to you guys? Uh, yeah, yeah. How does he influence the way you guys perform and sing as a trio, uh, as singer? Uh, man. He's like you got an Audi and you say, look, I'm gonna put it in sports mode. It's like that's him. It's like automatic, man. When it's like. We could be singing something, and that harmony got to come in. You you don't think he already in that register or up or down wherever you are? Boom, slide in like this. Just so it's so simple. It's so he make the life so easy. And with a look, you got look. we don't have to talk with a look. We know where you're going. We sing a piece of harmony. We look at each other. And we already know. You know what to do. And he man, man we moving. And he got mostly all the higher part because his voice is like a first tenor. You got most of the high voice, so we under there with the baritone or, or, or bass or one second baritone. It just then Nate and uh, Stefan Fafan come in on on top of that harmony. So you got harmony that won't never be missed. Even if somebody missed something, it won't be missed because everybody's singing. Yeah, everybody doing the step. And Murphy, Murphy, he, he's he's a big part. You know, I ain't gonna say he he ain't he ain't being missed. Nah, he being he, missed. Yeah, he being missed. Like, yeah, okay, you know it. I mean. Maybe the audience don't know it. We on stage, we know it. <laughs> We've spoken many a times and he's shown so much love and aspiration for AOC. Um, and he seems to be very pro AOC on on everything yeah. whenever we speak and I, I gotta appreciate that. Um, um, where what key range is he singing between the audience? How do you guys how how do you guys establish this, this uh, cohesiveness when you're on stage? Do you because you guys are loud, man? Sorry, but y'all loud. How y'all 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 give him? I, I would, I would him some call space? it loud. I would call it power. When you do the shows that we do in the concert, you got to have power. Yeah, you're right, you can't. You're right. You're right. You're you right. can't. You can't. You can't. You won't make it. Okay. Now, Toy has a different connection. T Murphy has a high tenor. So we take advantage of that. Let him do all the top harmony, and we come under him until he's tired. When he's tired, we invert our harmonies. Yeah, we move it. Same they do for me. You ain't perfect every night. If you ain't feeling good, you do like this. Hey, dog, I ain't gonna be the, I ain't gonna be the hit that thing tonight. So it's a look. When you want me to come in and take your part over, we, we just switch. a look. We just switch. It's a look. Down. And we twitch. Down right. or up. Would you, you gotta be a professional to do that shit. That so, ain't no so that ain't no game up there. So on the po- on the positive tip, you have that body language and you know when yeah. you're going to switch yeah, and change. I, I didn't I didn't mean no disrespect when I said you guys oh, were no, loud. No, but no. I meant you that's have it. powerful voices. That's it. You I said it you right. Power voices. You have powerful voices. And that's why and um um I was I, I like what you said about how you guys make these changes and these kind of moves that you guys understand where you're going and uh, what notes to hit and where and where to back off. Yeah, because I'm listening. If he like he he'll hit a note. Sometimes he changes the harmony himself. Mm. See, that's another thing. T. Murphy may change the harmony. You better be ready. Okay. Yeah. He may do a third up. You better be ready to catch him. And the thing is, sometimes we do harmony and do some stuff that we don't normally do, and we do it on stage, and we look at each other like, "Oh, what? Okay, you hear that? Let's try it again. Do it again. Do it again. You know, like so. You just gotta. It's like, like, like the backing guys. Um, um, Spike Mike sometimes change the groove on some. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, that groove enhances you. 
make you do some other make stuff. Make you do some other stuff right that you ain't been doing. Understand. Maybe he got bored back there saying, y'all better come on. <laughs> push up. Yeah, push, push up. Push, 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 man. Mike crazy. <laughs> push up. That's that energy. And we it. rolling. And say it. another thing. Sometimes we go on something, some sound good. I look back and and, 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 and Mike do like this. Do it again. What about do it again? Let's go again, y'all. Like that. That energy, man, is all over the stage, man. We just getting up and whoever got it. If you want to solo, you can solo. If you want to do if you, it's like we're free to go anywhere. Anybody. It's like a battalion. Nobody go alone. No, no man get left behind. When he go, your job is to go with him. Yeah. Okay. Go with him. Thanks for that. And so sometimes back to Murphy, he go somewhere. Our job is to Go away, he's going. Right on. Then everybody come back together. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I mean, after you guys have been playing for so long, so that experience and that that understanding of when to do uh, make the right decisions um, just come naturally after a while. Yeah. Um, you know, we can't pass up on how important the man with the hands on them keyboards and the man that you know puts a lot into making sure you guys are um, organized and in place and you know just kind of making it a little bit easier for each and every one of you the almighty on the keyboards how important is his 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 role in AOC Shoot, he have to know it I ain't never know nobody knew that many songs he know all this stuff. He had to know like, and business and being there. Like had a count on him. I, I ain't worried about it because I know he he can lay it down. Actually, Nate has a double, triple job. He's doing more than that. More than MD. Way more than MD now. And catching them headaches when everybody else sleeping. Hey, this ain't easy out here. I'm talking about. And he didn't want that job. I'm telling you, Nate didn't want to do that job. We we. We said, let Nate do this. Let Nate do this. I know he didn't want that job. Man, man, man. Hey, man. He didn't want that job. There's a time when Nate had to put some shows together. Like, we are going on tour, right? And it was all like, that the MD? Who going to do this? They were like, uh, I guess I'll do it. Man, putting them shows together. We was on the road. Putting them shows together. He got to be up all night. And then we're doing deals. Let Nick talk to him. <laughs> Nick, tell him what we said. <laughs> he didn't want that. I'm telling you, Nate didn't want that. Every time when Nick was like, mm-hmm. Nate do this, we said we got like some serious stuff. I, that, what, what Nate were? What Nate were? Shit, oh man, oh man. man we... <laughs> Nate, what is? what do you think it is your personal obligation to AOC? What do you feel about that? What is your personal obligation to? Making sure, d- doing what you're doing for that, these multiple jobs it's speaking about. Uh, I don't feel as obligation. I feel more as uh, if I have the the, the skill set right wherever it comes from and mm-hmm. is needed, okay. and I get support. I have no problem doing it. And nine times out of ten, probably ten times out of ten, I get that support. From this core unit, sometimes he just come in and cause drama, and mm-hmm. you know, like nah, we can't work with him. But usually, it's uh, unanimous. But uh, in, you know, day to day challenges, you know, if, if something needs to be done, I uh, uh, the fact that I get full support, I have no problem stepping out there, and you know, I'll turn around and say, hey, this situation this is what we got to do. We got to decide, make decisions, or just a decision. Let's go. I have no problem being that. 
connector that uh, 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 or what do you, what do you call it uh, I don't know what to call it but I have no problem with that who is a major influence on you as a keyboardist uh, top top is George Duke mm. uh, George Duke and Greg Filling Games are neck and neck I mean just look at their body of work and uh, like we were talking about simplicity these are master pianists and keyboardists and they um they serve the music first, and, uh, and they're all band leaders. You know, Greg was an MD for Michael Jackson, George Duke, thirty plus albums, and you know, Grammys. And so those guys, uh, the way they play, they play so soulful. That you know, I mean, from day one, that's who I was gravitated to. Those two. There are others too. You know, Herbie Hancock, and uh, you know, uh, this is list goes on and on. Chucky Booker, I saw an interview with him. Uh, you were talking about like not reading music. He doesn't read music, and you wouldn't know it. I mean, he plays fabulously, you know. But it's all, uh, it's all feel, you know. So those guys really, really inspired me. And not just keyboard players. I love guitars. I love drummers. You know, I love. Uh, I played saxophone uh, when I was younger a lot. You know, so I love saxophonists and I love vocalists. You know, sometimes we talk about different R and B vocals that we like, and uh, they're, they're very inspiring to me as well. And then from gospel, I did a lot of work in gospel when I was living in Chicago, and I was influenced by uh, uh, the gospel musicians as well. So you've, uh, been, you've been there for me many a times, and I want to thank you for that too. Yeah, and that's the one thing I can say about Nate too. You know, he's he's always there. He's always there for you when you need him, and it seems like he he's always it's just something he has that's magic. You know, not many people, not pe- many people just make the time. And you know, take the time and make the time, and they and they don't and they don't play when they give you their time, you know. Right. Um, yeah. 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 He, yeah. He's, he's helped. He's helped me out in many different ways, and I want to thank you for that. I really appreciate that. And uh, um, 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 yeah, you know, and you seem you you you've always seemed to have that inspiring attitude about teaching and learning, and yeah. you know, you know, consistency. That's, that's awesome, man. That's I mean, you know, uh, through uh, gospel, through just being, you know, some people are like really negative and 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 hardcore, and you seem you just seem to have the right touch. <laughs> if you don't like something, you step up. But <laughs> for the most part, I mean, they don't want to see the they don't want to see the the other side of you. No, I, 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 I had a temper when I was younger. I had a temper in in, in, in Japan, and I don't know where that come from. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Grace. I mean, it seems like we're having really a lot of a lot of major issues uh, between countries, wars, killing. Yeah, um, we, got, we got we got we got a whole bunch of issues. The thing about it is this: yeah, we got to fix this issue worldwide. But okay. I really think, me as an American, we do, we need to look at ourselves and fix America instead of trying to fix everybody else in these other worlds, spending trillions of dollars. Trillions of millions, and they fixing everybody else, but they're not fixing America. 
I mean, I, I, I feel sorry for the war. People can kill. I don't like this. I'm against it. But we need something to go on with us. We need to be fixed. We need to put some money into ourselves to bring our standards of living even higher to 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 protect the kids, protect everybody. There's just a lot of stuff going on that I will never think. I will never think it'd be happening now. They said things, they're doing things, they're filming things we never think you'll see on TV now. And it's just, it's mad, like, wow, we have come so far. Look at this. And you can't believe what you see. Can't believe what you hear. People are doing things that you can't believe they're doing now. Is that part of the stress? Is that part of the um, unstable men, men, um, mental illness? Uh, is it, you know... I saw a lady today, yesterday, walking in Germany, people outside, she's just screaming. She carrying a $5,000 bag, nice clothes, and she just out there screaming at the people, just screaming. And I'm like, yeah, this lady has some mental issue. We don't know what it is, but, you know, I will, how would I know to fix that? No, it may be more dangerous for me to go to try to calm her down. No, there's some stuff going on out here. You never know. You never know. Nate, what do you think we can do better? Uh, you, read, you, 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 you and I talk a lot and we read a lot and we... <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to take uh, really just uh, coming together and and uh, coming up with solutions that's going to help uh, uh, the people that uh, need help. Some people don't need help. Some people don't want help, but a lot mm-hmm. of people do. You know, just they need the opportunity, you know, and that's what it's all going to be about is... Uh, coming together coming up with ideas and solutions uh, with us being in music that's great because music is a universal language and you know, you're able to communicate that way we can use that power to, to harness uh, a better a better world you know, do you think music is music is as healing as it used to be or you think it's just uh, you know, I think, I think really it's coming back around oh. it's coming back around yeah yeah uh, uh, I'm really happy to see Afrobeat coming as a, a, a worldwide uh, genre that's really growing because Afrobeat's so positive and mm-hmm. you know you, you, you go back to Fela Kuti and that influence and uh, move up to now the young people and uh, you know you can dance to it all different races can enjoy it you know so it's good good to see that uh, good vibrations uh, Mike was talking uh, about uh, I was going to ask Mike yeah, the, the 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 hertz. Uh, what is it, Mike? Is it uh, 440? Is the, the the normal hertz? What's the 432? Yeah, yeah, 432 is like a, a, another frequency that has more of a positive vibration. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Mike, you're in you're in Indonesia, right? Yeah. How is life there? Are you you pretty safe and you feeling good about the future about 2024 if there than in North America yes <laughs> it's healthier for me there I felt healthier there than I ever did living in North America for in Canada or wherever food is natural the vibes are great weather is great and you get a lot of vitamin D from the sun uh, a lot of food is a lot healthier because it's not going to stay in my fridge for two weeks and still be good. Okay, three days, it's already bad. Throw it out. That's natural food. That's why it's better to live out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. The um, let's talk about your next couple of uh, days here. How long are you? How long are you guys playing uh, at uh, Bayer Schulhof? 
about 11 more days until 13th. 13th is the last day of January. And um, with the new management, has that helped you guys? <laughs> no. 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 She, she, you know, I'm just going to say, it's, and we know, she, she's just a little behind. She don't, she don't get it yet. Maybe she'll get it, but she just, she don't really get it yet, you know? And we're not here to teach. No, we can, we can, we can run automatic. It'll yeah. can run automatic. Okay. It's automatic. She don't have to do nothing. But coming from other bands and stuff, they don't see her. They don't know she didn't not around or blah. My first time meeting her was just last week. For the first time, we've been supposed to do stuff for oh, we, We've done 10 concerts here already. Already. They thought it's lady, so I'm it's, like... For me... And we're doing other events. We're doing other concerts. We're doing stadiums. But, but the thing about it is, professionalism is professionalism. And this is what we have around us. And you know it when it's not professional. And I just say it's not professional. So I think they signed this lady. She just finished. She's worked for Sony Records here, Sony. She, she partnered with Sony. And they signed her just on the strength of that, right? But this is a whole totally different uh, part of the, uh, the music business than what she was doing. You know what I'm saying? So she don't have a clue. So she kind of she learned her well. Like you can't learn on those. You got we got you know. Yeah, we're not we're not like. But you can work with her though. We're yeah, not working right. with her. We're not working with her. We working we working with ourselves. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> working on yourselves. Okay, because you yeah you guys know the terrain. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they lucky about that. That's they lucky. That's what I said exactly. we can drive the car by ourselves. Right. Already. But, in, but uh. can you imagine if another band came in and they never met her and they is doing all this time the high season, there would be so much confusion. But we know the ropes, like you said. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about with self-management. What do you expect? What What is your energy? What is your feeling about New Year's? Is it going to be awesome? Yeah. 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 Y'all going to do a special show for that day or what? We just going to go with it. <laughs> I'm, coming, I'm, coming with, I'm coming through with uh, about three other couples. Okay. okay. So we'll be there. We'll be there after we have dinner. We'll come over to you guys. Okay. Tell them bring so, the tennis shoes in a in a in a tote bag or something. Cause that's what they're gonna need. It' gonna be it' gonna be a long night. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give me the night. mic for a second so I can so I can spit something for you. No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, giving giving your wealth of experience. What advice would AOC offer an aspiring artist? especially in the terms of honing their live performance skills and navigating the challenges of the music industry. What would be some great uh, advice? Me personally, I would say to all, see, I'm talking to musicians, not to regular people, I'm talking to entertainers. When you have a unit, get out of yourself, get into your unit. It ain't about you, it's about all y'all together. You need everybody, and that's the problem I see. That's why we're still together. There's so many people in bands started when we started, ain't nowhere near. But another thing, I say just stay in your crap. Know your crap. Learn your crap. What you do, do it the best. Do it the best and nobody can stop you. Because I've seen bands that's on these, on these, in these magazines and these papers coming out here and I go and see them. I come in here and they got, on the front of the stage, they got iPads, iPads. and reading songs. That ain't, I said, what? This hey, is saying karaoke. I'm coming to pay you. You reading songs from my iPad in front of the stage, and you're doing something. I'm like, no. you're different levels. See, and I don't want to be saying AOC is all that. Now, no, but it's all different levels of entertainment. It's just it. Can you can you imagine Michael Jackson came on stage, put an iPad in front of him, starts reading lyrics or song? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be different shit. Different shit. Now, I ain't talking about going to big concert with Houston. Of course, got digital monitors. 
the role your lyrics when you're a superstar with with nah, God. Nah, nah, nah. But I'm talking about in a smaller venue. It's up here by your face, Amante. You're scrolling while you're singing the song. This look like karaoke. It ain't worth paying for. But uh, like I say, stu- I-, I would to these other artists. I say study your craft, get into your craft, and learn it and learn it. I mean, learn it. I'm talking about once you do that, nobody can defeat you. When you do your show, nobody can defeat you. But you up there, and you ain't sure. Here, the artist's not sure. Like, oh, what's going on? Yeah, and you nervous. I've seen that band after band after band. I'm like, and they say they're a professional band. And I'm like, and then if they see you in the crowd, they want to call you up. We stop, you know what we, we stop doing? We stop going up on stage with other bands. You know why? Because they get embarrassed. And so we'd rather stay in the audience. we say, no, nah, be, be polite. Say, no, nah, it's okay. I don't want to come up. They want you to come up. They hype up the crowd. Like, I'm like, what is it? I try to figure out what is it that the band need to do to get on that other level. And I say, get in the shed and go. Like we used to rehearse. We used to rehearse how many times a week? Like four or five days during the week, then when they back to back every day. You couldn't bar. I mean, that's a, that's a crap. I mean, you in there. Every day, at least six days a week, five days a week. You gotta do that to get your get up. Once you get it, get the skill on what you're doing, and you go out, you know. They're not doing that. You know, but I seen some people that don't get the chance. You know, like niggas they don't get the chance to get the exposure we have. So right now, I be seeing some people all they need that exposure. So that my my thing is to help people get to other venues they did not. Like a lot of lot of young good talent up to my talent here. Like, but they somewhere else trying to do a little song. They can't. And they they won't allow them in here. I don't know what that. They need something in here to make this place jump. But they will not allow in. So I'm like thinking, we put a band together and let these people have an avenue come in on the weekend or something. I don't know what it is. I mean, you know. But that's my thing, man. I just, I just wish they would share the talent more, and the people who, who say they're professional stay in the shed because you need more. I just shake my head and say, "Oh man, and, you know, I'm paid five dollars, ten dollars at the door to see this." Mm. Mm. I'll be like, mm. I like to hear the graceful words from Nate. Nate, I know for the last year or so you've been doing class men- mentorships and all these kind of things. What would be your advice to uh, young upcoming guys honing their skills and navigating through the music industry? Uh, like was said before, the twin said is uh, know your craft and not just know your craft, but study success. Study yeah. Think and Grow Rich. Uh, it's a book called Mindset. That, that oh yeah yeah yeah. It's by Carol Dwork. Dwork. It's uh, talks about a fixed mindset and a, a growth mindset. And a lot of people have fixed mindset, meaning I know everything. You can't teach me yeah. anything. Uh, growth mindset. You have the attitude is I know nothing. I'm learning every single day, and I'm getting better and better every single day because I'm working on what I'm doing every single day. Yeah, young person. Now you got time to really get good and put those ten thousand hours in. You know, yeah. so it, it, that's what it's all about is, is to have a growth mindset and uh, and listen. You got two ears and you one mouth. You should be listening twice as much as you speak. You know, and that's that's very important too. So, my, uh, advice, my advice is plan your work and work your plan. Yeah. You should be yeah. successful. It's, it, you can just keep kissing. K.I. is keep it simple. Plan your work and work your plan. And, and, uh, and Eddie? Eddie? Uh, Eddie? Mm-hmm. What you got? What you got? What kind of what, what kind of advice you got for us, Eddie? 
I'm, I, I'm around a lot of wise people. Just about all, everybody in the band wise. Just about. I don't. Uh, if there was a bass player that came up to you, a young guy came up to you and said, "I need some advice." What What would be that that advice you would give this young, aspiring bass player? I was just telling you, keep studying, don't stop. Yeah. Uh, find all the anything that can help you get better, go for it. There you go. That's what I tell them. That if you can pull up anything or about any bass things, or we can if you want to study like Nate had me doing, or you can pull up the bass players that got great history about how they got where they at, and they got good word behind it. Study. You know, they they got good advice for you where they got where they at at their level, and that's all. Like I say, just you just got to study if to get better. You know what your whatever you need in your life is all out there now. You can it won't yeah. be too much of you, you know now because everything like they say everything got there. You can find it now. You can yeah. want it. Yeah. yeah, it's on the net too, on the internet everywhere. Mike, to reach that to reach that level of drumming where you are, what kind of advice would you give a young aspiring drummer? Well, everything's on the internet, so think about the music first. And everything's on the internet. Work at your craft because if you suck, that's your fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, but everything's on the internet. I, I, I tell mm-hmm. I tell my students that. Like Robert Glasper said that, and it was, and, and that was the truth. If, it's, if you suck, it's your fault. <laughs> yeah. You know, people. We've all thought it. You know. Yeah. But the way that he put it was just like. Yeah, <laughs> um, like uh, like you DJ, like if you DJ somewhere, uh, bro, and you got other DJs out there watching you, right? They be able somebody come up there and just look at you and stare at you and see you work, you see you yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know yeah. what you're doing, right? They seeing, it's like you manifesting in front of them your energy. They they looking at that like, okay. And they, 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 they're thinking, oh, I need to go home and try this and see how you're playing, how it's flowing, going, how you're mixing in, how you... They're watching you. They're learning. And that's a plus. I like that. That's a plus for every, in every musician, DJ, you know. And then, but the only thing when people ask you how you do that, so you're doing the same thing I'm doing, is just go to your craft in that closet and go to work. That's all. And you got to manifest your positivity. Stop saying, no, I can't do it. So you say no out of your mouth, it's counseling. When you say yes, I can do this. Say it every day. Manifest that. Then it'll come. You got it. I'm like, man, I see people work, but but I gotta give it to you. I haven't seen you working a long time. But when I saw you working the other night at the club uh, for the benefit, mm-hmm. you showed off. You you got I'm talking about you were working, bro. You were working. I'm talking about Thank you. The so groove much. you was playing was awesome. We were like, woo! Well, this year's this year's going to be a good one. I hope. Um, I'm working on a lot of good things, and thank you guys for being here on the podcast. Listen, I have another question to to you guys. I know you guys through your years, you've overcome some adversities. You, but it's you've lost some people in your life that you really love, and and I'm so sorry that you guys had to go through a lot of these. Who are these? Some of these guys you would like to give a shout out to and pay pay tribute to at the moment. I would like to trade a tribute to my boys. Rest in peace, Omar, our original drummer, original single singer for AOC uh, Cassidy. Cassidy, who passed away. They both passed away. These are members that we started out together. 
That's and, a, and we lost slews of family members back in the states. Yeah, my father, man. one of them. My sister. Stephon lost his mother. Nate lost his mother. Nate. Wayne lost his mother. Everybody, man. Uh, it, it's, Eddie, it's, Eddie, it's bad. Yeah, it's rough. And, you know, these are the people who, who be like, y'all keep going. Don't don't yeah. ever give up. Yeah. I may not be here when y'all become super, superstars, but y'all keep going. Yeah. You know, this yeah. I'm yeah. so happy. I'm so happy for you guys that you've, you know, overcome these things and you keep this part of the motive, positive motivation. I know you got uh preach moved to Munich and also got a little little bit more, you know, influence from from you know, from another place. And that's kinda cool to see happening. Yeah. You know, you have yeah. your beautiful son and wife and stuff and and all this support behind you guys. You all have families and stuff and you still I for me it's about the love of the music. It's about yeah, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um yeah. and if you if that love is you know, every job you have has its pros and cons and the ones that you stick to is the ones that you love. The ones that you put, whether it's hard or difficult or whatever, you don't just you don't give up. That's right. And you, you, yeah, and you guys are a perfect example of that. And with with that said, thanks so much. Oh, is there anybody else we giving a shout out to? I, mean, I want to say this: you are listening to the, 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 the decisive podcast. You stand for that. <laughs> <laughs> I just like to say thank you to all the uh, people of Munich and uh, in Germany. You know, for every time we've been here, they have supported us over the years. It's been a it's been a beautiful ride, and I'm hoping that we can have many more years coming back and forth to Germany. So I just want to say thank you to all you guys who supported us. You know, all this while, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you all. Thank you so much. And I'm gonna make this promise, and I hope we can. I think we can fulfill it because the work is already done. LC do have uh, the latest CD we recorded. We're gonna try to get this thing online for you guys. New people. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna try to get online next year. Few days. Yeah, Eddie has an album. Is, uh, almost done. It's called um, "It's All Right to Be Yourself." And yeah, yeah. We're all, we're yeah. all on the album. Uh, yeah. Uh, contributing, so it's gonna be a great, uh, great project. Come out in January. Eddie, oh. I love the album. I love. I'm so happy for you that you completed it. It's, it's wonderful, man. I really, I really like it a lot. And just for the listeners to know that we will be playing a soundtrack of a lot of their music with the track list uh, on the podcast. Uh, uh, when I, uh, I guess it'll be published in the next week. And uh, Nate, you will hand me all the tracks, yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah, so we we there will be a lot of new stuff that they're the guys are producing. You guys have some uh, original stuff coming up, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I know that the twins, <laughs> the twins are on everybody's stuff. <laughs> they're everywhere. I'm on Eddie album. I'm on Eddie album. <laughs> you know, and and I know and I know Nate Nate they got a rock album out. With yeah, the, uh, oh yeah, yeah. Nate played yeah. the bass too. Yeah, he played yeah. the bass too. Now, shout out to David <laughs> and Dario. Yeah, great, great guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, um, I know that Mike has been playing with every. I, I'm watching all you. You don't think I'm seeing? I'm seeing all your posts of you playing. Yeah, all of them. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, 2024. We got it. Let's get at it, right? Yeah. Get at it. Get at it. And I would say whatever tracks we need to add to the uh, to the podcast, um, please send them over, and I will get it done. Okay. I got it. 
Shout out to Gene as well. Gene, Gene, uh, Gene, no, yeah, Gene. We have a we have a company, One Mind Media, is also uh, doing some good things. So, yeah, oh yeah, One Mind Media. That's that's the name. That's that's the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing. Um, Gene Nelson, DJ Double OG, is playing with us most most nights here while we're here. So. Yeah, we yeah. With that said, thank you everybody for listening to the Decisive Podcast series. This is episode number ninety-two. With uh, this is kind of a, I just you know next year, guys, I'm starting a live, live uh, uh, performance group podcast. So it won't only be DJs. I'm changing. I'm switching it up. Not a lot of DJ mixes. We're gonna do a lot more like this. And I okay. thank you guys again. And I'm looking forward to hearing you on stage. I want to hear some live stuff though. I'm getting mad at y'all. I mean, I know some original stuff. I mean, oh yeah, oh you know what? There ain't a thing. You just just ask. There ain't a thing. We ain't scared. We ain't scared. Oh, some original stuff. Yeah, look at that. Hey, we got that. Uh, I'm on in there. Come on in there. We got you. Like, like, like Kevin. I want to hear some original stuff. Yeah. I want to see some original stuff. We like that. We like that. We like that. With that said, thank you guys so much for being here today. And thank you. And good luck for the set tonight. Good luck with the set tonight. Peace out. Peace okay. out. Thank you.